It's time for episode 378 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast with a sprinkling of holiday cheer. I am one of your hosts, Micah Sargent, and I am joined across this vast and ever-changing internet by my pal, good friend, and dungeon buddy. It's Dan Morin. How you doing, Dan? Ho, ho, ho. Hello, Micah. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've been very good this year. Oh, thank goodness. I was really worried about that. It's, yeah, take that. Take a load off. When take the, a load off to leave yourself. No coal in your stocking, Micah. Ah, thank goodness. And, you know, there are, there are uh, two people joining us who I also think are coal-free. Uh, first, one of our incredible guests today is the developer of a calculator and the developer of a dice-rolling app. It is James... P. Calc Thompson. Hello, James. Hello. Uh, you you all know about clocks. Can somebody explain to me how it's Christmas in two days? Why would you lie to us like that, James? To my left this week, our other guest, the host of Mac Observe Daily and Westworld Rewind over at the Incomparable, it's Kelly Gamont. Welcome back, Kelly. Hey, it's nice to be here. Although now I'm just freaked out about Christmas in two days. I don't know how that happened. I. You know what? Time, it keeps on moving, let me tell you. Yeah, and you know what else keeps on moving? This show. And here we go with my topic. We've got uh, four of them. We got 30 minutes and we should get underway. Uh, Twitter says it plans to reset the follower account for, uh, or follower count rather, for POTUS at POTUS on Twitter uh, when Biden's team takes over. I'm curious because this is this is a change from uh, last time. Instead of keeping that count, they're you know zeroing it out. Um, what are your thoughts on Twitter being a place for politicians to communicate with the country in general, James? Oh, just throwing me under the bus with the first question. I mean, with the understanding that I live thousands of miles away and in in an entirely different dumpster fire of a country. Uh, we call dumpsters skips over here, by the way. Um, yeah, I, I'm not currently convinced that Twitter or social media in general should be a place for even the country to communicate with the country, <laughs> let alone the politicians. Um, I would argue that being able to easily share or retweet content to like-minded people has on the whole not been a net positive this year, uh, particularly in a time of global pandemic where the reality intolerant are actively making it worse for everybody else. Um, I mean, I, the only upside I would say is it's a great way to find out if politicians or actors or your immediate family are terrible people. Um, <laughs> normally with the stars, there seems to be teams of PR people trying to protect their image. But uh, now many more people seem just to directly handle their own accounts. So you're only one bad retweet away from finding out that maybe you don't want that particular Star Wars action figure on your shelf anymore. Uh, politicians are always going to find ways to talk to the people. But I think if they're going to use social media to do it, we should enforce all the same rules that apply to everybody else. 
First they wanted to stop the count, then they wanted to start the count. Now they're resetting the count. <laughs> Leave the count alone. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. I, I'm with James. I, I do think that social media, it's kind of the way we spend a lot of our time now, for better or for worse. And so government having a presence there is, I think, kind of a necessity. Certainly in the last four years, we've seen it weaponized to an amazing, uh, amazing uh, degree and, you know, a lot of that wasn't even via the official channels, as it were. Um, so I, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. But I, I do think that like any communications platform, it's shown that it can be manipulated. I think a lot of this still is on Twitter to figure out how they're going to handle it. They've done a, frankly, a poor job of it over the last several years. And they are starting to come around, but it took them way too long. Uh, so, yeah, I, I could look to see some improvements there. Um, but I don't think Twitter as a medium is going away anytime soon. Also, I have no politician action figures on my shelf because let's be clear, that would be ridiculous. Kelly, what about you? Like, uh, I live in Portland and, uh, in my anarchist jurisdiction, what we've discovered <laughs> is that, like, ages ago, a lot of our government agencies set up Twitter accounts. So, like, um, uh, the Portland police, for example, the Portland police bureau has a Twitter account. And when they're called to respond to something or they have to release a statement about like, you know, we responded to this and here's what happened or, or whatever, you know, there was a house fire. Here's what we did. Or the fire department also has the same sort of thing. Like we responded to this incident and they put out like a quick little release about, you know, this is what happened. This is how it all turned out. And that is pretty like that can be useful because sometimes that's information that I'm not going to see otherwise. So but it's pointing back to like th something that they've put on their website or whatever. I don't think it should be the place where the information starts by any means. And I do think strongly that uh, what should happen is the same, the same rules should apply to that account as apply to mine. Uh, well put. Not the place, but a place, I think is, mm -hmm. uh, what we want. So I, I agree with everybody on that. Um, I would like for it to, to not be the, the main source and that it does kind of link back to a place that everybody can access or most everybody at least can access. Alrighty, folks, let us move on to our next topic, which comes from James. So it used to be just chocolate, but there are a lot of different advent calendars around these days. This year, <laughs> I got an advent calendar that was filled with dice. Um, if you could pick something tech-related or just plain on-brand to put in a daily festive calendar for yourself or a friend, what would it be? Do you need 24 different USB-C dongles? Uh, yes. Always. <laughs> no. Um, I was, you know, James, I'm talking to you. It would obviously be a Lego, clearly. But those already exist, too. So there's nothing there. Um, I, you know what, here's what I'm going to envision. I'm envisioning the advent calendar, not for me, but for other people we know. And here's what it'll be. It's an advent calendar from Mike Hurley. And in each box, there's a keycap from a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was actually one of my answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, literally, this is me staring around my office thinking, what's around here? Oh, there's that mechanical keyboard I bought. Uh, yeah, Mike gets a keycap every day. And after the uh, holidays, he has 25 keycaps, which isn't enough for a keyboard. Sorry, Mike. Not even an alphabet. <laughs> uh, 
for me, I was going to say, I don't know, man, like a word in each one. And then hopefully when I put them all together, I have a story. <laughs> Ooh, you could reorganize long. it and make it into something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although realistically, if I'm thinking about things I actually need around the house, like a clean microfiber cloth in each, in each day so I can get rid of the old <laughs> one and have a new one. There. There's lots of ideas. Those are for free. Yeah. For Industry, the record, take me you, up on those. you don't have to do more than one, folks. But uh... I, you know what? I'm a give. I'm a giver, Micah. I'm a giver. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need 24 different USB dongles. Um, I'm sure uh, I only just got a new machine that uses USB C, so I'm sure I will end up there. Um, I think uh for uh for my friend and I, hi Brittany, um, we would want Star Wars advent calendars. They don't have to be Lego. Um, maybe an action figure or um a book like this is an, an imaginary calendar so like maybe maybe some of the days are extended universe novels that i haven't read yet and maybe some of them are um like last year i actually did get an advent calendar it was only um 12 days instead of 24 so it was like a 12 days of christmas thing and it was star wars socks and that was amazing um so <laughs> i would say for myself and for for at least one of my friends uh something very star warsy um, I really like the dice idea because I've been following James's Instagram and watching all the different ones go by. And that sounds really cool. Um, and like some of the ones that I think of are ones that already exist, like the whiskey one so that you can try like a bunch of different whiskeys and see which ones you like. Uh, that also sounds like a very lovely way to spend December. Um, <laughs> so otherwise, like otherwise I, I'm, I'm sort of coming up empty. Because um, I'm still sort of pondering, like, are there 24 different kinds of USB-C dongles? <laughs> right. Me too. I, I, I can't wait to, to uh, figure that question out. Um, for me, I am reminded of not too long ago when I made the purchase of a bunch of stickers that were the app icons for a bunch of different indie developers. And it made nice. me think that would it not be awesome to get an app a day? Yeah. So definitely. I think, James, that is on brand for me. And it is uh, an idea that I think everybody would uh, would benefit from. Uh, all right. So why don't you round us out there, James? Well, so long as all those app developers are getting paid, that's all I say. Um, this is one of those times where you come up with a great idea for a question, but when you write it, you have no idea what your actual answer is. Um I mean, I was joking about the dongle calendar, but thinking about it, it should be the official upgrade uh, advent calendar. But, you know, I was getting the Lego Star Wars ones, as you say, for years, but they were getting a little repetitive. I mean, how many battle droid minifigures does one person actually need? So I had a few ideas, <laughs> most of which have been stolen between Dan and the Discord. Uh, but so I had said the, the mechanical keyboard, because I thought, yes, that would be a good, uh, good one. The Apple Watch band calendar. Uh, and you could even, you could only have 12 bands maybe and split the halves between the different oh. days. Uh, but the one, the one that I came up with, which is almost feasible, um, is the Apple WWDC pins calendar. So oh. use up all the merch that they made for WWDC this year and then, uh, fill it full of all those nice pins and, you know, raw manufacturing costs. You could probably get that at a reasonable price. I like mm. it. I like it. Um, now I'm just thinking of advent calendars and I'm a little sad that I did not, uh, 
get one ready for this year. Um, folks, we have reached halftime, and I get to tell you about our longtime friend and supporter here on Clockwise. It's Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or you're managing your enterprise infrastructure, you deserve simple, affordable, and accessible cloud computing solutions that allow you to take your project to the next level. You can simplify your cloud infrastructure with Linode's Linux virtual machines, helping you develop, deploy, and scale your modern application faster and easier. Quite frankly, anything that can make your workflow faster and easier is totally worth checking out. Linode is no small player, no slouch. 11 global data centers and This is unheard of in this industry. 24-7 human support, 365 days a year. So you never have to be stuck without support, night or day, holiday or not. Linode is there with no tiers or handoffs, regardless of your plan size. And you can check it out for free. Get started right now on Linode with a $100 in free credit for listeners of Clockwise by going to linode.com slash clockwise. In addition to shared and dedicated compute instances, you can use your $100 credit on S3 compatible object storage, managed Kubernetes, and so much more, including creating a Minecraft server. You should just take that credit and go check it out. So head to linode.com slash clockwise and click on the create free account button to get started. Go there now and check it out. Our thanks to Linode for its support of this show and all of Relay FM. righty, Dan, what have you got for us? All right, so Apple's car ambitions are in the news again with a report in Reuters suggesting that it might appear by 2024, as if that were a real year that we might see someday. Uh, how likely do you think an actual Apple car is? Would you consider one? Is a scaled-down approach more likely? What do you just think about the possibility in the future of this long rumored project kelly uh i would definitely give it a second look at a minimum um i'm sort of conflicted about it just because uh like i know apple wants to own the experience and so um i'm i would be very interested in that because a lot of times uh the best way i have found to characterize design decisions a lot of the time a lot of the time not all the time i do not look forward to your letters um is thoughtful like somebody actually used this and found the easiest way to do the thing or the most clever way or the most elegant way to accomplish the thing so i definitely feel like it would be a nice experience to drive that car um part of the rumor though is that this is going to be uh, not a car for us to buy but a car for us to hail and so, like, it would be more of a ride-sharing situation. So, I don't know about that. Um, uh, because I like driving and, like, I'm one of those people that, that really enjoys driving a car. So, um, I don't know how much time I would spend hailing one, but I really, I like, I like the idea of it. I don't know what Apple gets out of it is kind of the, the question that I have about it. So, I would definitely check it out. Uh, just, you know, out of curiosity more than anything else. But uh, I don't know. I, I Like you, not only do I have a hard time believing this rumor, I have a hard time believing in 2024. So um, <laughs> it may all be moot, you know, when, by the time this all by the time this all goes down. Uh, for me, a car is nothing more than a tool that gets me from one place to another. So I just just have trouble caring about cars, really, um, or vehicles in general. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, 
if this is the ride hailing type device, then cool. Um, I would love to have a way to never have to worry about my own vehicle again. Um, and, and, you know, for it to, to truly be a situation where I could always call on it if I needed to. Uh, James, <laughs> what about you? I, I think fully self-driving cars are R&D black holes that suck in machine learning researchers and money, both never to be seen again. So I think if that's the end goal, I don't think we're going to get anything in our lifetimes. Well, maybe Micah and Kelly's lifetimes, but Dan and I will be long dead. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, if they are just looking to make a fancy high-end electric car that has sort of state-of-the-art driver assists and stuff, I think it's entirely possible they'll have a product one day. But at that point, it will be a car from the people who will happily sell you fancy high-end headphones for $550. And I will not be able to afford it. And even if we had charging points on our street, which we do not, and even if I could drive, which I cannot. So, um, you know, given the current state of the economy, I just don't see Apple introducing a, like a hundred thousand dollar luxury car. Um, you know, they're more likely to just wait Magrathea style for the economy to recover. Um, I did like the mention of the, uh, scaled down version of the car. Cause then I'm imagining a little car that's driving around inside my house, except instead of calling it a car, we'll call it a droid. And it can fetch me drinks and snacks over the holidays and optionally smuggle out the plans for the Death Star. Now you're thinking, though, I mean, like, that's that's a great point. Like, think about all the things you could do with the same technology in a car. Maybe you could build a little household robot. Maybe that's where this is all going. Or maybe they're just about to pivot now that they've heard this, because I'm sure they're listening. Um, I, you know, like Kelly, I like driving. And so uh, the idea of a car that is maybe designed to be hands off as much as possible is not something that appeals as much to me. Um, I, I just don't, I have trouble imagining Apple wanting to get into this space on one hand, because it seems like, you know, people don't buy cars that often, right? Like your, your turnaround on a new phone is maybe you buy a new phone every two, three years. Maybe you buy a new computer every four or five years. Maybe you buy a new iPad every few years. You buy a car like every 10 years. F that, right? A lot of people driving for a lot longer than that too. So, you know, I, I Tesla has certainly proved that you can, you know, come into the industry as an upstart and accomplish something. Um, so it's not out of the question entirely. But I'm just not sure how much Apple wants to invest in that as opposed to, say, just doing something like designing autonomous driving systems that could be used by manufacturing partners, for example. So I, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, and that's that's kind of where we remain even years now into this project being uh, rumored. Thanks for all your thoughts on that. Let's go to our final topic today, which comes from Kelly. So this week is Christmas uh, news that James broke to us at the top of the show. Uh, it's in two days. And as people of the Internet, I'm very curious what the three of you are doing um, to route around 2020. Um, like, did you like have you increased your own Christmas spirit because it's not going to be like a regular Christmas for you, maybe? Um, have you just given everyone in your family a crash course in how to video chat or have you done some other thing that maybe, uh, has helped sort of, uh, improve the holiday, optimize the holidays for this year? Yeah. Um, sort of getting everybody prepped for FaceTime conversations, I think was, uh, the, the big thing because the, you know, FaceTime has group video chat options and um we we try i tried to do the zoom thing and for us it was not as uh simple 
And I don't know if there are some optimizations for networking that FaceTime has in place or what, but the, that seemed to work a little bit better for us. So um, definitely uh, F- FaceTime over Zoom, which was a surprise to me because I'm so used to using Zoom with uh, other people. What about you, James? I mean, I, I've already spent like the last nine months having the majority of my social interactions over the internet. Actually, scratch that. I've already spent the last 40 odd years having the majority of my social interactions over the internet. So really all that's changed for Christmas 2020 is a few more people have been added to the virtual list. Um, I think if I'm honest, I've adapted a bit too easily. Um, I mean, in terms of vaguely tech solutions, I did buy an outdoor fan heater, which will mean the appropriately socially distant gathering with my parents in their garden on Friday will only be mildly freezing in the middle of the Scottish winter. And I apologize in advance to the environment for just heating it. Um, (laughs) We will be exchanging presents and having a mince pie or two, but I won't be going into their house or having a meal or anything unwise. Um, for the Americans, mince pies are festive pies made from mince meat, which is neither mince nor meat, just to clear that up. Uh, entirety of my Christmas shopping has been ordered online this year uh, with a bunch of stuff from like small creators on Etsy and things like that, where I normally tried to have get got things from local shops. And I've kind of felt bad about it, but the majority of the shops here have either been closed or far too busy for comfort. So, you know, really, I think it's falling back even more on online ordering is, is the main thing that I've been doing. Yeah, I wouldn't say we've gone overboard in the Christmas spirit. We did put up some outside lights for the first time this year because we had a place to put them up. Um, but the <laughs> Christmas the Christmas tree, uh, which we do have, and I put lights on, uh, you know, I meant to to put ornaments on it, just didn't get around to it this year, kind of declaring bankruptcy on that. I still love that it's got lights on it because I turn the lights on every day and they do bring a little bit of cheer into the world and they're hooked up to a smart switch so I can just tell Siri to turn the lights on, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't go quite as overboard as usual. Um, yeah, we're doing we're doing some family zooms. We're trying to the, the hardest part of that is always is it's kind of like any Dungeons and Dragons game. It's scheduling everybody, <laughs> trying to find a time when everybody wants to be on the same Zoom. That that turned out to be fairly challenging. But we've gotten really good at it in my family because we've been doing birthday zooms uh basically since March, um, which has been really nice. It's just been a good way to see people and say hi uh every, you know, few weeks or month or so. Um, and so we'll be doing that for Christmas as well in some form or another. And it's, it's good. Everybody's gotten kind of comfortable with it. We've had, as I've mentioned before, these, um, making, uh, videos for people's birthdays. And so it's been fun to watch a lot of the members of my family get much more like adept at making videos and much more clever at like what they do in the videos. That's been kind of fun to watch as well. So yeah, we've, uh, you know, we've, we've taken those, uh, 2020 lemons and made them into uh, lemon juice and put the lemon juice into a cocktail. That's what we've done. 2020, everyone. <laughs> Kelly, why don't you wrap us up here? Uh, well, uh, I've tried to level up. Uh, I apparently this year, uh, was, try- it was, I was feeling kind of fake it till you make it. So, um, I hauled Mr. Kelly outside and we put the lights up, um, around the edges of the house. And, uh, we bought some, some new lights at Home Depot for one of the trees that we have in our front yard. Uh, instead of the full on tree, uh, this year, we did just, um, when I used to go into an office and have a desk, I bought a tree for my desk that's like 18 inches tall. It's about the size of my, uh, Grogu 
doll Aww. that I got. So uh, they sort of stand there together and hang out. I'm not sure what they're up to, but I'm pretty sure they're plotting. <laughs> and uh, so like I've tried to do some of that. And I gave uh, my dad and his wife, um, they go to Arizona for part of the year. So I sent them a tripod so that they can put their phone on a tripod and just sit on the couch and and Skype and Zoom with everybody uh, over Christmas Day so that um, I can help eliminate nostril cam in my family. Mm. So um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm working on that. So uh, I set them up with that so that they would have a way. And then like in the aftertimes, um, it's also a selfie stick. So like later, you know, they can go take group photos and have a tripod that will hold their phones and everything. So like they can take other pictures and stuff if they get to go places and do things. So that's, that was one of the things that I did. Um, I don't know how effective my holiday spirit was on Mr. Kelly because he doesn't seem particularly happy about any of it, but, um, I like to think it helped a little. So we'll see. Folks, thank you all for your answers. We've got a bonus topic for you. Before we get there, though, I want to tell you about Woven, the all-in-one calendar that's perfect for busy people. Of course, if you are disorganized, if you're having trouble remembering what's the next meeting I have to get to, uh, did I agree to chat with uh, head of finance about this? Did I uh, plan to put out this project on this date, um, you know, that, that of course, is going to impact your work. But with the right calendar, or a calendar just in general, uh, you can often improve upon that experience. And so Woven comes in to sync all of your calendars in one place. It'll sync your Google, your G Suite, and your Microsoft 365 accounts so you can see all of your time, both personal and professional. Woven builds scheduling links directly into your calendar so you can use one-off scheduling links. You can time block your week using Woven's smart templates so you can plan out the perfect week. And it has built-in analytics so you can easily calculate when, where, and when you spend your time so you can make time for what matters most. You really should check out Woven. Take control of your calendar and improve your workflow. As a listener of Clockwise, you can try Woven for free for 21 days. You just head to woven.com or click the link in the show notes. That's woven.com. Our thanks to Woven for its support of this show and Relay FM. Alrighty, folks, here is my question for you. What is your favorite festive beverage? It doesn't have to be alcoholic. James? Um, I would probably say a nice German style mulled wine full of like citrusy things and spices. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, the glug wine from the Christmas markets. That's pretty. Yeah, that's you, pretty good you were t- you were braver than I was at trying to pronounce it. <laughs> I, I would be corrected. Didn't, didn't say I did it well. Uh, if not for that, I would say just a nice, nice, really good um, hot chocolate. I like a good a a, a good hot chocolate, uh, but spiked with a little bit of amaretto or maybe some Bailey's. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, Add a little value to it. <laughs> every year I make a glue vine, uh, and it is so much fun to make, and it is incredibly fun to drink. So definitely, <laughs> uh, just those beautiful spices in there, and it takes me back to my uh, ancestors. So 
Uh, I am all about the German bevy. Uh, thank you all for your answers on that bonus topic. I believe that brings us to the end of the show, which means it's time to thank our awesome guests, James P. Calc Thompson. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. And incidentally, a happy Christmas to all of you at home. Oh. And Kelly Gamont, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. It was such a good time. And happy holidays to all of you. Happy holidays. <laughs> and Micah, we've reached the end of our show, our last post-Christmas show. And one show left in the year, so we'll be back next week. But until then, we remind all of you listening out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.